0: Good afternoon and welcome to episode 233 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Hey folks, I hope you guys are having a great day today. Uh, first things first, I accidentally bumped my volume control a, a little while ago, so I had to play with my settings. So hopefully my uh, uh, volume is at the correct setting. You guys can hear me all right, and I'm not too loud or too soft or anything like that. So if so, uh, throw me a, a, a line in the chat box and let me know if there's any difficulties. Um as always uh if you guys want to call in and chat about whatever i'm talking about or whatever you want to talk about feel free to call in i'll never refuse a phone call i might not keep you on very long but i'll never refuse one or if you're too shy for that shit, you can go ahead and uh type stuff into the chat box and i'll try to respond to you that way as well uh, okay i see wolf castle and juicer oh hey wolf castle let me know it sounds fine which is good i thought i had the settings back to where they're supposed to be but you never know there's i have quite a few little Buttons and knobs on this thing, and uh, I have no clue what most of them do. I seriously went to a YouTube video uh, on how to set it up the first time, did that, and haven't touched it since. So, like, I don't remember what any of this shit does anymore. <laughs> but it's fine. I don't need to mess with it. I don't need to know. I'm the talent. I'm not the uh, tech guy. <laughs> YouTube was my tech guy for that shit. All right. Well, anyway, so we haven't uh, talked since Saturday. So I hope you guys have been having a good uh, couple, few days. Uh, the um fights on Saturday were decent for me I understand the only one I really cared about was the uh Valentina Shaniki however you say uh, the Russian ladies fight um because she's always interesting although I heard that the, she it wasn't the one-sided beatdown like everyone was expecting uh that like uh, uh Jennifer Maya uh, actually won a round which is uh the only I think only the second time she's lost a round and since she's been the champ or something like that so uh but still, it was still pretty one-sided beating four rounds to one. Um, I, uh, did not get to go to the, uh, fight companion afterwards because I was tired as fuck. And besides which I didn't really have the money to pay for the, uh, pay-per-view. So I didn't really want to attend a fight companion to fights I were not, was not watching. So, uh, however, this Saturday I plan on trying to sleep in, uh, and, uh, participate in the uh, fight night fight companion that hopefully you guys will be doing because uh, from what I understand it's a really fucking fun time and way better than this show so I highly recommend uh, the fight companion normally either sly dog or the juicer are, are the ones running it uh, most of the time but basically you know, just after my show on a Saturday night look around and you'll find uh, whoever's doing it pretty quick so they're, they be, they become highly recommended from uh, Passive J <laughs> Anyway, so let's see, uh, what was today? Oh yeah. Today was chest day. Uh, although this week is a deload week for me, so I'm not really happy with it. Uh, I really want to understand deloads are really important for the programming. you got to have light weeks in there so that uh, your body can recover and, you know, and rest and build. But to me, they always feel like a waste of time. So I'm going, I'm doing the workout. I'm still taking the time to do the workout, but it's kind of like a half-ass workout. We don't really work out really hard. So it feels like a waste of time for me. I'd rather just not work out a, a fucking all if I'm not going to do it. But obviously that's a bad idea. You want to keep everything limbo, limber and uh, moving and uh, taking a week off of doing absolutely nothing is really bad idea for that kind of thing. But still, so I've been doing half-ass workouts all week. Uh, today was chest and arms so you know like i did two sets of 10 for wide uh grip uh, um bench press and then two sets of 10 for competitive grip bench press two sets of 15 for like you know uh, uh skull crushers nothing ridiculous you know uh, just enough to make it feel like i did something um <clears throat> Uh, how much do i bench i don't know how much i bench and that's, a, that's a, an honest statement actually I, I haven't looked at the bar in quite a while it's not a lot i didn't start off on a lot and i'm not really pushing myself to get a lot onto it because i don't want to hurt myself uh just every once in a while once uh, it, when it feels like i'm getting good numbers i just add some more weight to it um <clears throat> which is not how you're supposed to be doing this by the way yeah <laughs> that like uh, he's uh, the dalton method has me on some pretty specific amount of sets i'm supposed to do and specific amount of uh percentages of my max rep that I'm supposed to be on and I've stopped paying any attention to all that shit that's that's just too hard <laughs> I might mean, I get it as an effective workout but for me I just you know I do the workouts that he has recommended and I normally try to go for the uh, amount of uh, sets and reps that he's a that he has on there as far as the weight, I just do as much as I can while getting as close to the amount of, uh, amount of reps that he has on there. I don't go up to percentages. Like like last week it was sixty seven percent. This the week before that it was like sixty two percent. You know, it, it goes up and down depending on what he what he has me doing and how many reps. And I just don't fuck with that shit. I I just lift, <laughs> and I'm happier that way. I don't uh, I don't uh, fucking care if it's the the maximally effective workout. I, I don't like for example i've been putting off uh moving up the amount that i'm uh li- used to lift with um the uh dumbbell rows uh because they're way too light for me now so i've been adding in extra reps the reason that, that i haven't added weight is because right now i'm using the same amount of weight for my dumbbell rows my dum- dumbbell skull crushers and my dumbbell uh fucking uh, front raises and <laughs> so If I move up my uh, um, uh, rows, uh, bent over rows right now uh, from where 20 pounds uh, uh, and move them up, that means I have to switch the dumbbell weights back and forth in between all those sets. Because right now, all three of them are, I'm just using multiple sets of 20 pounds. Uh, Now it's too late with the bent over rows. uh, So excuse me, not bent over rows, uh, dumbbell rows. So instead of adding to the weight, I'm adding to the reps, which is not what you're supposed to be doing in the program. (laughs) That's how lazy I am. (laughs) <laughs> it'd be nice I, I i wouldn't mind getting another set of uh, uh dumbbell uh weights the ones i have right now are like a little short bar uh and then you just put adjustable little weights on either side and it has the lockdowns on it so i can make it whatever amount of weight that i want but I only have the two of the bars uh so if i bought another two i could probably set up like 20s and 30s which is probably where i should be right now but, uh, I'm lazy <laughs> and I realized a little while ago that I'm fucking 47. Uh, I'm never going to look goddamn fucking amazing because of how my build is. And the fact that, that I'm missing a muscle in my chest, which is starting to become quite pronounced by the way. Uh, it's, uh, uh, actually I'm starting to get a really weird build in general. Um, beyond the fact that I'm missing a muscle in my chest, uh, because as you guys might've known, before I started working out, I was a lazy fuck that had never done anything physical in my entire life. Um, now, back seven or eight years ago, about oh, seven years ago, when I turned 40 and I decided to get myself into shape, I uh, started doing yoga, uh, which helped out some. And now I'm lifting weights, which helps out some. But the thing is, I'm building very specific weight uh, muscles and those muscles are growing. Uh, the, the other ones are not. <laughs> so like I'm start, uh, so instead of looking at I, I just have a really odd looking build. cause I'm muscular in some places and not at all in others. Like, so, uh, I don't know how I'm going to end up looking like, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. So <laughs> uh, as far as like, the testosterone news goes, I have to uh, go see the doctor on Monday because, uh, Tuesday is my next shot that I'm supposed to have. And I don't have any more left. Um, so he set it up that way on purpose. Obviously, I'm assuming that we're gonna be all good. I'm gonna tell him I feel awesome. He's gonna say, "Hey, that's great," and send me on my merry way. Uh, I'm slightly concerned because the normal maximum for a person, you know, is 850, and I'm at 950. So I'm slightly concerned he might try- want to reduce the amount a little bit, and that is unacceptable. <laughs> I think you know I'm pretty good with this. Oh fuck! I just saw Sly was here long enough to see him go by. Bye, Sly. But anyways, yeah, I don't want them to reduce my uh testosterone at all. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at right now. Although uh I'm bugging my wife a little bit more than I should be probably. <laughs> Cuz yeah, I definitely have the uh hormones and testosterones of a teenager now. Um it's it's uh in some ways that's the worst part of this entire thing. <laughs> because you know, yeah I was forty seven you know I, i'm I'm still attracted to a wife and like to you know and to throw a little something something every once in a while, but now I'm back to like when I was like eighteen and that's all I think about nonstop <laughs> and i'm forty seven I don't got tired to be thinking about that nonstop. I've got other things to do, but not according to my hormones <laughs> so but like I said if that's the worst side effect, I'm pretty happy. um it's uh going pretty good as far as the rest of it goes. <clears throat> anyway so uh you guys got anything you want to talk about what did i miss the past couple days so uh, you know um news wise or any any of that kind of thing uh i can always go over to the og and see what they've been talking about for the past couple days although looking at the og live th- thread it's mostly about the fact that you guys are all awesome friends now because of the fight companions <laughs> There's like two or three pages of that shit. You guys aren't, haven't even mentioned the, this actual show. I don't think any of you guys... I don't think the people doing the fight competing and even listen to the show anymore. <laughs> I know it's not true, but shit. Uh, yeah, you guys are definitely having a good time doing that. Oh, let's see. Wolf Castle said his workout was eating pecan pie. Well, there's a question for you guys. What's everybody doing for Thanksgiving uh, tomorrow? Uh, I... Uh, oh guys okay, well how much works are you on today a fair amount <laughs> a fair amount sir uh, i'm not working right now so all, all i do is sit around and fuck with that ship although today i did other things like installing the uh, new dryer um and getting the old hot water heater out of the basement those things are fucking heavy by the way I, that was harder than i thought it was going to be i i, I had a, a dolly for it and i figured it'd just be like doop 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 up the stairs but no uh uh-uh. uh Uh, that hot water, well, for one thing, I was trying to do it one-handed, because I I don't have a strap for the dolly, so I was trying to put one hand on the hot water heater to keep it steady, and just pull it up the stairs with the other hand, and it turns out I'm not that strong, (laughs) so I ended up requiring assistance for that shit, Uh, and then put the new dryer and installed it, so yay, yay for new dryers, Um, it was a, um, definitely needed, our old dryer, like, even just a regular load of laundry, we had to run it at least twice to get it dry. The first time it was just wasn't dry at all. And I thought it was maybe like a clog in our, uh, exhaust thing for it, but that doesn't seem to be the case. It was just old and shitty. <laughs> so now we got a new one that, uh, uh, a oh, homelander didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Homelander's mentioned, but cause I posted just like everything in my life. I posted on this, on the OG because my first dryer came all beat it, beat the fuck up and i had to send it back and some people thought i was being like a prima donna about it and uh homelander was talking about the fact that some people didn't know there's a fucking gas dryers <laughs> yeah they didn't know a gas a gas dryer was a thing they're like oh that's not a gas dryer or, or like he said some of them didn't know it was even a thing much less to disagreeing about what whether it was one or not <laughs> which was surprising um but yeah the one that i got the other day uh was pinched it, lo- it looked like someone had squished it probably with a forklift when they when they picked it up because uh like two in a co- uh, of the corners on the top right corner and the top back corner of the back panel were actually bent away like gapped away like almost a quarter of an inch from being squeezed in the middle part you know because you know like when you push on one part the other part will flex and it flexed away from it and if it was, if, if I knew for a fact that no internal damage had been done, I wouldn't have given a shit about that. Really? I mean, you're going to turn, you're never going to see it. It's behind, it's the back of the dryer, but it was a, um, it was significant enough damage that I was concerned that there might've been damage on the inside too. So, I mean, the delivery dryers, uh, the, the dryers, the delivery drivers uh, recommended that I return it. They're like, yeah, dude, you should probably just refuse this and we'll put it back on the truck. Yeah. You know, they didn't do it. So, yeah, they're like, no, we, we, you know, we, we use dollies and you know and straps and stuff for everything we strap it down in the truck uh so which is why we probably figured and and it's hard to know who to blame on that thing because they're in boxes so was that lowe's fault maybe was it uh the the company that uh, shipped the um dryer to lowe's fault maybe was it the people that built the fucking dryer and maybe it got damaged while they were moving around their fucking, uh, factory? You know, you never know. It's hard to say what I saw or something sort of is because it sits in a box and it gets moved around in the box right up to the point where they take it out of the box and move it in your house. Uh, which they didn't do with a dolly, by the way, they used a, like some sort of strap thing. Like both there's a strap, uh, like both of them have like vest things on that the strap attaches to. And then they just basically thread the strap underneath whatever they want to pick up and just stand up. And it's basically balanced on the strap in between these two dudes, uh, which I'm sure you guys have seen before, but, uh, and I, I think I have way back in the day, but it wasn't what I was expecting. I figured it'd just be some dude of a dolly. Uh, but nope, it there's two dudes of a strap. <laughs> <clears throat> the juicer asked if I checked my old one for money. I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, as in, like, the, did I ask? The, did I ask if it owed me money or something like that? Uh, uh. Other than that, no, I I didn't did not check my old one for money. Is that a thing? Are you supposed to take them apart? Is there a spot for money? I don't think I've ever lost a significant amount of money. But then again, that dryer is really fucking old. Um, I mean, like seriously old. It's uh, I think it was from the eighties. We the the dryer was in the house when I moved in, and since it's kept on working, we've been leaving it there up until the time it broke. So uh so uh yeah i don't know there might have been hundreds of thousands of dollars in the back of that dryer so an opportunity missed i guess (laughs) so you know in other news i uh, decided to make the questionable decision of uh turning in my uh cashing in my 401k uh today which i know doesn't sound like a, a great idea but there wasn't a ton of money in it anyways and, uh, I found out uh, today that because of the COVID things going on, uh, if you have a legitimate claim, you can make a hardship claim on your, uh, 401k to not have to pay the penalties for withdrawing it early. Uh, and since I've been laid off multiple times because of the COVID thing, I was able to do that. Um, and it, I know it sounds like a bad thing, but it, it, it feels like a good thing because fucking assuming everything goes through as it's supposed to it will take care of my financial issues over this winter um and we i certainly won't be rich from it but it'll help out quite a bit i will be confident that i can make it through the winter and still be able to do things like let my wife drive to florida or, or fly to florida visit her parents and shit like that um So it makes me feel a lot better. Uh, and it's not like it was like a couple hundred thousand dollars in 401k that I'm cashing in or something like that. So it's, so, um, that that's a great relief off my shoulders, to be honest with you. You don't really realize how much you stress out about stuff until you're not stressed out about it anymore. And I've been really concerned with, uh, this winter in general uh just making sure that i had enough to pay my bills and making sure that i had enough to pay taxes at the end of the year because you know with all this bullshit and and all that good stuff it's gonna it fucks up my taxes and i knew i was in trouble i i just knew who i was so knowing that i've even though you know obviously cashing out a 401k is not a great thing um i wasn't retiring on this particular 401k anyways so uh finding out that because of the covid stuff they actually passed something in the house or or like Senate or something like that for this uh allowing because it wouldn't have made a, it wouldn't have even made a difference if they're between all the penalties and shit like that it wouldn't even been worth taking it out it I wouldn't really have covered uh this winter anyways but with the uh new covid stuff it's uh th- they'll allow me to cash it out to the point where it's actually worth doing so So, yay. (laughs) Um, So you you are going to find Jay's at least in a fairly better mood for the next couple months because he doesn't think he's going to lose his house now. (laughs) Uh, You know, and for every person out there like me who has had issues with uh, because of the COVID layoffs, um, there's got to be a whole bunch of people out there that didn't have a, a little 401k that they can bust open to help themselves out or didn't get to work at least intermediately during this point because you know I did get to work some of the months of the year, just not just not all enough. Um, for all the people like that, I just feel fucking horrible. I mean, I'm not in a great space financially, but I have okay, I have good credit and I pay my bills and I get by. Um, and i feel like i feel like there's a whole a level of people like a whole strata of people below me that are even m- less stable than i am financially so I, cuz I, like i said i don't i've always felt like i'm not very stable financially but compared to some people i know i'm doing fan fucking fantastic uh and this covid thing has just destroyed so many people's financial security or what little that they have had um it's it just i don't know it's i feel kind of about it how i felt about it in 2011 when i bought my house at the very bottom of the housing market where all these people were losing their fucking shirts on these houses that they spent all this money for and now they're not worth shit and you know and people are going bankrupt and you know letting the house letting the bank foreclose on their houses and shit like that and i swoop in at the very 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 uh, bottom of the housing market and buy a house i'm like woo hurray me you know, and, and <coughs> in certain ways like i there's no way i'd be able to afford to buy the house that i did if the housing market hadn't collapsed and fucked up so many people so it was the housing market collapsing like that was the best thing that ever happened to me i literally not I, it's hard for me to explain how much i could not afford to live where i live right now uh all the other houses shit my house is zillow's for one hundred seventy-seven thousand dollars, and it is the cheapest house on my street which is one of the cheapest streets in this area <laughs> like literally all the i'm living in an area where all the houses are like 350 like two to five hundred thousand dollars for the most part um and you know I, and i've got my little bullshit uh shitty house that i bought at the bottom of the market for basically fucking nothing uh that there's no way I'd be able to afford to buy it now. I can't afford a $177,000 house. I don't, uh, got the money for that kind of shit, but I, but I got the money for a fucking $38,000 house, my friends, because <laughs> that's how much my house fucking costs when I bought it, dude, $38,000. Now that's not what I owe on my house. Uh, because that was a, it was a shitty house that needed a lot of work you know it needed new drywall carpeting uh all kinds of things fucking fixed down it. the main beam needed to be raised up and patched it's just a ridiculous a lot of stuff i ended up having to spend about another almost 25,000 uh, dollars to get the rest of that shit fixed um so i ended up having to refinance my mortgage and you know uh, all said and done like this house cost me 63,000 dollars which is still ridiculously fucking cheap cheap for uh, uh, where I live when you know the average house price in my area is hundred and seventy to two hundred thousand and up. Um when I when I say hundred and seventy two hundred thousand that's for houses my size. That's the other thing my house is only a thousand square feet. Almost none of the houses around here are a thousand square feet they're a lot bigger. So <clears throat> so yeah it's uh it's uh it's been quite fortuitous for me to uh buy it at this time Unfortunately, I'm not really good with my hands. As you guys know, I'm not a handyman type person. So my house is still a piece of crap. It's livable. I spent enough money to make it livable, but it's, you, you can still see areas that look like shit that I should really fix. And if I get substantial amounts of money, uh, that's what I'll do. But, uh, as of right now, eh, you know, I can live here. Uh... The juicer asked, "Yeah, yeah uh, if I, asked if I uh, about my lot. He mentioned that I have an acre lot. Yes, I do, which is really, really, really weird for where I live. I don't live in fucking like the boonies, uh, where I lived used to be the boonies, but not anymore. Now it's uh, uh, the suburbs, and most of the lots around here are going to be about a third of an acre. Um, while I, I have a full acre, which doesn't do me any good at all. It's more of a burden than anything else. It just means I have to pay the long guy more than the actual- has." <laughs> more than other people because i got a bigger lot there's not a lot of trees on it though so he doesn't he doesn't hit me up too bad because uh, it's it's not too hard for him to do it uh-huh. um <laughs> Tedder's talking about someone put fifteen thousand dollar deposit on a three hundred thousand dollar kitchen remodel edition Woo fucking hey oh wow yeah um that's what i'm gonna do with my house if i ever um <sighs> Get enough money to do upgrades, but not enough money to like move the fuck away. Well, you know, let, let's say I, I won the Mega Millions, but or you know, won uh, uh if I want a shitload of money, we'd move away because we don't want to live in Michigan during the winter. But if we ended and ever ended up with um extra money, but not enough money to retire, as in we still needed to work at our jobs, uh we would just remodel this house. um Because if I have to live in Michigan, I wouldn't want to live in any place else where where rather than where I am really. Um, it's, it's a great area. Uh, so I would just remodel this house, uh, in a perfect world. What I would do is probably add an addition. That's another thousand to 1500 square feet on the back of this, uh, house. And then once it's done move into that and then remodel the front end, uh, you know, turn the front end into like a great room or entertainment areas or something like that and keep or and keep and remodel one of the bathrooms in there. And then Back here in the back in the new area, you know, bedrooms, maybe a uh, entertainment room, you know, another bathroom. Because fuck, we need two bathrooms. You wouldn't think j- uh, just uh, two people would need two bathrooms, but it sure as fuck, seems like it. That's the one thing I hate. Uh, there's nothing worse than getting settled in to uh, you know uh, take care of business and then realize you did not check with your sig- significant other to make sure that they did not need in the bathroom as well. So now you're trying to do a, a speed poop when you really wanted to sit there re- and relax and you know and take your time. So I definitely want to have an extra bathroom. That would be a good thing. Oh, Tanner says you got, they're the ones getting a 300 No, you're shitting me. You're really getting a $300,000 kitchen remodel and an addition. Holy shit. Cops make really good money. Apparently. <laughs> wow, man. Your addition is this cost almost 10 times as much as my house originally cost. Like seriously, even if we, even if I got top dollar for this house, it'd still be like $180,000, which I wouldn't get by the way. It's, uh, it's shitty on the inside. So I, I'd be surprised if I got more than 120,000 for it, which still is not bad. It's like twice as much, uh, as twice as much as what I owe on it. So I got some nice, uh, uh, fucking, you know, equity into it, but apparently nothing compared to fucking tenor. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Come on, come on the show, man. I want to hear about your your kitchen remodel. How can you possibly... It, was the additions like in another house? <laughs> Are you building a, 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 a kitchen and another house to go along with it? Because that's the only way I could possibly see a $300,000 fucking addition. Holy shit. <clears throat> yeah, Wolf Castle says it's a bunch of confiscated drug money. <laughs> Shh, don't get her in trouble like that, man. Come on. That's not right. <laughs> Hold on. You drink a water. Oof, that's yeah, a letter. Yeah, so we've uh, I've already decided that I'm going to uh, send the wife uh to uh, Florida. Uh, I think we're gonna have her fly this time. Um, just because uh, um, I looked at the fucking <laughs> airplane rates and they're goddamn ridiculous. She can and we're okay, like i realize spirit and stuff like that are gonna have cheap ass things but she can fly on delta which is why i understand an actual real airline uh from detroit to orlando florida for a hundred and fifty dollars round fucking trip right now round trip if she wants to do the cheap way on spirit she can go round trip for 75 goddamn dollars um I'd always, in years past, when she drove down there, she'd taken her vehicle because you would think you'd need a vehicle down there, you know. uh But I get, but for fucking that goddamn cheap, God, I mean, I, no, of course, the pain in the ass part is now I've got to drive her to the airport and pick her up from the airport and all that good shit. But uh, I suppose that's fine. As long, as long as the weather is not bad, that's the only thing I worry about. Once it gets to winter, I'd hate committing to doing fucking anything. <laughs> but I'll let her go, she'll let her go down there. She'll be down there for two weeks. Um, I don't go with her for multiple reasons. One, I don't particularly want to, uh, I don't like airplane trips. They're uncomfortable for me. Um, I don't know her parents. I've never hung out with them a significant amount of times. I, I, I went down there in Florida with her once be, before we were married. So I've met them before, but I don't know them. I don't particularly want to hang out in a stranger's house for two weeks. And, but the excuse that works with my wife is the fact that we don't really like leaving our dogs alone for long periods of time. Um, we have a neighbor that would come in and check on them, but I don't want to put that responsibility on a neighbor for two weeks. And I don't want my dogs left alone in the house for two weeks, just getting checked on every once in a while. So she goes on vacation and I'll stay here and take care of the dogs. I don't mind. It seems like a good way to work it out. That way, that way it's not too expensive for her to go. Cause it's not two people going and she owes me one. And, uh, probably won't happen this winter because of all the restrictions and things like that but normally what, what happens is if we have the money to do it uh yeah you know, i will she'll go visit her mom in florida and i'll probably go visit my friend roxanne in in uh, vegas probably not this year for that for multiple reasons one vegas probably doesn't sound like it'd be much fun this year uh and two uh roxy at Roxanne might now even want company so yeah she might not want me visiting her with all the COVID shit going on what are you doing boss
1: Hi Jay, how are you?
0: I am. Excellent. What's going on?
1: Oh shit, you're breaking up on me. What's going on?
0: Oh, dude, I can hear you just fine. What?
1: It, mu- it must be on your end then. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude, I so awesome. I will I'll tell you the, the story of how the $300,000 kitchen remodel and um and or addition came about. So oh,
0: Please please do.
1: All right, so we we love our neighborhood. We've got a nice, cool, quaint kind of suburban neighborhood where – and it's older, so it's not like all the houses look the same. There's no cul-de-sacs or anything, but the kids can walk to school. There's a lot of kids in the neighborhood that um, are around my kids' age, so they're, they're going to have that old-school neighborhood feel like, you know, when the you – know, not that we have streetlights, but you know back in the day when the streetlights came on and the kids went home and they had dinner and that, right. that type of
2: shit. Yeah, yeah. So we have, yeah.
1: That, we have that real cool type of neighborhood vibe here. And there was this gigantic fucking house that went for sale down the street. And I think they wanted... Good job, but my, my, my son is, is just enthralled with the, one of the Zelda Switch games. So he's,
0: he's,
1: <laughs> he's so happy with his, his uh, Zelda game. So anyways... Um, So they wanted like a half a million dollars for this joint. And it's literally, you can see it from like my side yard. You can see this house. So my wife went and looked at it and hummed and hawed and wanted it and then didn't want it. It, But it's older. It's in, for a half a million dollars, it's in, it needs some repair. I wouldn't say it's in disrepair, but it needs repair.
0: Right, Um, right
1: she probably toured it multiple times. She took my stepfather who has been a contractor and has gutted houses and can do everything right. You know, from electrical plumbing, he does everything. Took him over there multiple times. They looked at it. Um, and actually had at one point put in right before covid right like in yeah. march had put in a purchase offer oh, I'm
2: gonna write
1: it. and then and then and then covid yeah didn't write it yet but had basically told the realtor that we were we were going to put in this this uh, offer and then covid hit and it's just it wasn't a good financial time to be dropping a half a million dollars of of a uh, future inheritance on, uh, <laughs> on, 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 <laughs> on a house and, 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 and basically eating up $500,000 of capital. So, right. yeah, so she decided that, that, you know, collectively, I think we both decided, but it was mainly her, it's, it, it was kind of her gig. I was alone for the I was alone for the ride. She doesn't like me saying that shit, but kind of along for the ride. It's not my fucking money, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I'm gonna be. I, I grew up in trailer parks and shit. I'm I, I'm happy with very very little.
0: So. That's, what I my wife. That's what I tell my wife. I go. She goes. You know. Uh, she goes. You don't care what I do to your house. Like, this isn't my house anymore. I just live here. Okay. I go. This is officially your. We got married at your house. Now you do what the fuck you like. I don't care. You know.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so basically didn't put the, didn't make the offer official. And then, um, and um, I have always contested, I would have been happy in that house. I'm ha- I, but I'm also very, very happy in the house we have. And I was like, you know, we can make this house, whatever the fuck we want. And I, I think she kind of stored that in the back of her head for a little bit. And then basically just started designing What she's going to do. And she's very artistic. She does design courses and she's been a PhD candidate and she's, she's way smarter. I I married way above my pay grade and um, (laughs) (laughs) in more ways than one. Um, So she's smarter than I am. She's got more money than I am and she's pretty cool. And um, so she started designing uh, what she would want to change about this house to make it exactly what she wanted. And um, it's slowly coming to fruition. The, the fifteen thousand dollars down payment's been paid, and the architect is—he's on a hiatus right now. But we've got a, a company that's is—is is it all inclusive? Instead of piecing things together, where you go to an architecture firm and they—they they come out the house, look at what's weight bearing, what you can do, what's possible for for different designs. This this place has their own architecture uh, firm. They've got their own designers they've got you know it's basically an all-in-one type of deal where instead of piecing it together you might be able to save money piecing together but it becomes a huge huge logistical nightmare scheduling all the different things that have to go on with with a project of this magnitude
0: right passing things back and forth and such
1: yeah, exactly. So the down payment's been been uh, made when the architecture gets off his whatever he's on his little hiatus, his he's little vacation, sabbatical. sabbatical, I guess is that, is that what they call it. He's on a sabbatical. I guess he's like a professor now. But anyway, yeah,
0: uh, uh, so, you know, they just call it laid it. off when it happens to me, man.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Um, so uh, when he gets off, they'll be doing some designs and probably will start breaking ground as soon as it, it thaws up in spring. And uh, I mean, hopefully by early summer, we'll be mid-summer. done with this monstrosity. <laughs> uh, yeah, midsummer probably. <laughs> this monstrosity of a project. We'll be living in, you know, uh, half of the house. Yeah, dishes in the bathtub and laundry <laughs> and, uh, at the laundromat <laughs> like back in the day. All right, eight now, mile.
0: now. Now uh, I uh, I know that stuff in your area is generally speaking just more expensive than where I live. Uh, Super expensive, uh, for, yeah. But for three hundred thousand, I mean, square footage wise, what are we talking here for your addition?
1: Uh, babe, square footage wise, what are we talking about for the remodel and addition? How much we're adding? Yeah, yeah. Probably okay. not that much. Yeah, it's really not that much. <laughs> Five square that's, feet, Jay. we five gallery. square feet. No, hold on. She, she's doing some quick calculations here on her.
0: Uh, I realize part of it is you guys are remodeling part of what you already have, so you know. I, so that's yeah. We're,
1: uh,
0: it's not like you're using all of that for the expansion, yeah.
1: So like like five hundred and fifty square feet is all. Oh, wow.
0: We're, Holy
1: shit. we're we're talking about blowing walls out and stuff, though. I mean, in, in oh, pouring footers sure. in the backyard and. You right. know, new patio and a, 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 new a kitchen remodel by itself, even if you're not like blowing walls out, you're looking at fifty for to $80,000 alone just for that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you guys need to
0: move to Detroit.
1: Yeah, so yeah, that's funny. She brings it up. So um, the guy was here. And, um, I had just gotten out of work and he was outside with, with my wife and they were walking around. He's got his little clipboard and he's doing some calculations. This is because we had multiple, multiple people come over and, and put a bid on, on what they thought it was going to cost to, you know, in the infancy of this project that we're thinking right. about. And so I get out of the truck. I'm like, I look at him, I go, did you keep it under 300 grand? He's like, we're getting close. We're going to be real close. And then he goes, he goes, now you guys do realize that um, you're not, say you sell this house, you put this, say, say it's going to be $300,000. Um, you do realize that when you sell the house, it's not going to be worth $300,000 more than what it's appraised at. Now I say, yeah, we, we fucking know, <laughs> we know that, but you know, we plan to, to be here for, you know, a long time. And if that's, what's going to make my half a Jew brought over here happy. <laughs> hey baby. oh and i'm getting i'm getting a wet
0: bar oh there you go right so a bonus yeah. right there huh Yeah. which yeah. could you definitely need that
1: <laughs> hey babe can you say that can you say can you say wet bar again? like sultry <laughs> like say it like wet bar, I'm get a wet bar. yes <laughs> <So anyways. laughs> oh my
0: right it's a different kind of show now <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah and, and you're and you're right because you know um logically speaking the best way to for me to make money on this property would almost be to fucking knock the house down and just sell the property at this point really uh well yeah but and we're, but well, go, go, ahead, go ahead go ahead no you 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 were in the middle of the thought i i i
1: tend to interrupt i'm sorry go ahead man that's
0: all right well as I was to say because even if i s- spent a whole bunch of money to fix up the house and make it nice the very best it it for To make this house like a $300,000 house like it would be for, you know, all the other houses around here, I would have to probably spend way more than that. You know, it's because right. uh, condition the houses is in and all that good stuff uh, for just to uh, uh, financially speaking, the best thing will be to punt the fucker.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what they do. Like uh, she's from Denver. And and, in the real estate market out there has been crazy for a very like almost as long as I've known her. And what they would do with like a like a lot like you're saying, um, they scrape them. If any part of the house is viable, like the bottom part of the house is is pretty good. They they pop the top and build second stories onto it if it's like a ranch or or a a single story. Um, So yeah, like your house. Someone in your neighborhood, if you you know, just you're describing the neighborhood as being mostly quarter of a million dollar houses and up. They're not yep. gonna. F- I've seen your house, Jay. They're not gonna fuck with that. thing. They're gonna scrape the <laughs> shit out of that and build a monstrosity yeah. on that huge lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gonna the, the um, uh, whatever they pay for the house is gonna be a loss, <laughs> and then they're just gonna you know they might get some use out of the basement. So that's about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, which is fine. It's 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 just a little house. is like uh, just under a thousand square feet. Um, built in 1930. So, which and which sucks because. In certain cases, a house built back then can be fucking awesome if it's a nice house yeah. to start off with. But this was not a nice house to start off with. This is just, just like a, a laborer's house um, where there's no special touches. You can't, there's no indication that this thing was built in 1930 until you get into the basement and look at a couple things or find out that the walls are not drywall. They're plasterboard instead. So that the other yeah. than that, you would never know. It looks like any other little small house, uh, indistinguishable from like a modern one, really.
1: Yeah, the, your walls, it, your your walls are like plaster and lath, and then you yeah. got that freaking tubular electric, <laughs> electric in there. I had a beautiful, like when I met um, my wife, I owned a house that was just under three thousand square feet or something, twenty five hundred square feet or something. Beautiful plaster and, la- right, yeah, it was. Um, Stucco on the outside, craftsman home, pocket doors, wood throughout, you know, no carpet, anything. Beautiful, beautiful house. But as I've I've mentioned on here, I'm not the handiest of individuals. And this was an old ass house that needed windows, Mm -hmm. needed a fucking roof. You know, it needed to be gutted. And that's shit that I just don't do. I don't have the patience for that. I can gut shit because I can can destroy (laughs) shit like a motherfucker. But I cannot put it back together. That's the issue with me, and I know right. this. So, so I'm living in this house, this gigantic house, and my my primary source of heat, I didn't have any other heat in the house other than a wood stove. Oh, and either. we're talking about a house that needed – and it was huge, drafty and windows. I would come home from work, working nights. I'd work you know, 12, 16 hours. I would come home, and the wood stove had gone out. You could see your breath in the kitchen. It, it was Horri- you might as well be living in Siberia in the wintertime. It was horrific in the
0: wintertime. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine but- so. Uh, gr- growing up, my uh, my house had, was also um, heated by wood burning stove. It was a f- wood burning stove, a modern one. It was a furnace, you know. So it was, it was a modern furnace with a wood burning stove attached to it for the heat, you know. And, and, you, and you have to load that thing at least twice in the middle of the night. You you could, uh, and this is like a small house. My parents' house were about a thousand square feet as well, and even with that, you had the at the bare minimum, you had to get up once in the middle of the night and load that fucker because it, otherwise it'd go out and you'd be freezing in the morning. I can't imagine trying to heat a house three times that size with fucking wood; it'd be goddamn Dude, impossible.
1: It, it it was absolutely horrific. I I remember my wife, this was my with my first wife. My I would come home and you know everybody would be sleeping. I get home at seven in the morning and I would have to stoke the fire up. I'd get the fire stoked up. Jesus. The scream in the background. I would stoke the fire (laughs) up, and I'd be sitting on the couch with a winter jacket on and a blanket, drinking a beer at seven in the morning because I just got home. (laughs) Trying to get the the, you know, I got the fire going. I'm trying to get the house warmed up, and of course, it's going to take four hours between. Before any of that heat gets where it needs to go, and by the time it gets to where it needs to go, it's going to find its way out of the house, anyways. Right. I remember, I remember my wife at the at the time coming downstairs and seeing me on the couch at seven thirty in the morning, drinking a beer in a winter coat, a winter hat, and a blanket, and she just started crying because it was just <laughs> it was it was friggin' miserable, dude. It was it was horrific.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And it's funny you talk about like you know. Um... Not by wanting to be responsible for that type of house because uh, my dad ran into something similar and I've told you guys stories about this before he at one point he was owned a house built in like the 20s by an Italian mafia Don um, and the outside of the house just looked normal big house but normal the inside was like magnificent because you know he's had all this money to spend so. Like the, all the walls were Italian plaster, which if you're not familiar with it, it's like a multicolor, like swirly plaster type uh, surface with, and it had like plaster uh, columns on the sides of all the doorways, like going from the living room to the uh, dining room, like this swirled uh, plaster columns. And it was just and Fresno's and murals on the ceilings. And they had 12 chandeliers and and all the woodwork was fucking mahogany. Uh, probably that dad... gaudy
1: crystal shit though for the chandeliers right like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing that nobody nowadays really wants in their shit unless they're a fucking rapper or a fucking boxer <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it was elegant but it was a lot of it it was, it was right a lot to it uh and my dad liked that kind of shit like uh, one year he took out uh, all and redone and refinished all the mahogany uh, windows in the front of the house and each window had like fucking 20 something pieces because it had like designs that wasn't just a plain window it had like wooden pieces that came in and like uh i'm sure you've seen it before where it built it's like a circular pattern in the middle of the yeah inner, yeah, and, and, so yeah. It, and he had to take each and every piece out and i think each window had 20 or 30 something pieces and you know and he refinished each one individually and then put it all back on there and it was like his entire summer project and at the time he enjoyed doing it but as he got into this house more and more uh, he realized what he'd have to go through to repair something. Like, he was scared to death that he was going to put a hole in one of the walls because he wasn't qualified to do that type of plastering work. Uh, and he looked around, uh, like, uh, the Detroit Institute of Arts was able to help him out. And they said we, they can hook him up with a, a historic plasterer. You know, yeah. yeah, And it, it, they said it probably cost about $11,000 per room to have it redone. Yeah, fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, uh eventually they had to move out just because, you know, he was terrified of the house. Uh they would actually offer to put him on give him financial assistance uh if he wanted to uh cuz the house qualified for some sort of historic society thing or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh but they but he said he didn't want to do that because if you signed up for that, you could never change anything in the house ever yes. again.
1: That's the bullshit about that historic society. You see those little signs we have in an upstate and it sounds like Michigan is similar. That once once you do that and there's a placard outside your house, yeah. you're you're pigeonholed, you're painted right into a box of what you can and can't do with that with that property.
0: Yeah, you can't even pull a shrub at that point. <laughs> That's yeah. That's what what it is is what it is. And I guess yep. there's like financial assistance for the upkeep of the property or stuff like that, but as you mentioned, it's pretty severe restrictions to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's like being—they're
1: like, being, like the not—they're worse than like a, a homeowners association, man. Because th- there's no fighting it <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got a lot more teeth to it than some of the homeowners association. And yeah, I've never had to deal yeah. with that before. So, you know, I've heard horror stories about the different homeowners associations stuff, though. I can't imagine someone having the the right to tell you what to do with your fucking house.
1: I'm surprised you haven't dealt with homeowners associations because, you know, you seem like a guy that would live in like a something manor or estates or something like that. (laughs) If you look at all the trailer parks, it's like fucking Pine Whispering Manor or (laughs) Lakewood Estates. Meanwhile, it's a fucking trailer park and there's no lake. And there's no fucking trees or woods anywhere near it. Why is it called Lakewood fucking Estates? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, well, well, while I've had a ton of friends who lived in trailer parks over the years, I've never lived in one. Uh, I've mostly lived in houses in shitty neighborhoods with other people. Yeah. You know, the you know All the right. shitty house yeah. with the two or three roommates, you know, the old that was me most of the time. Um Yeah, I I just realized that the other day I've never lived alone in my entire life. I went from living with my parents to living with other people to uh you know eventually uh you know buying my own house with a roommate and then uh you know uh my wife moved in before the roommate moved out so i've never been uh, lived alone by myself i wonder how unusual that is
1: it's pretty awesome actually it's it's actually (laughs) it's 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 pretty awesome i mean has your wife ever gone on vacation it's not the greatest don't get me wrong it's nice to have someone to like chill out with here and there maybe watch a, some game of thrones or something with but has, has your wife since you've been with her has she ever gone on vacation or spent like a weekend away somewhere without you
0: yeah 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 she went last year actually um and i didn't like it for wh- one thing what? For one get reason. the fuck out of here jay well i liked it at first but i for one thing you I can didn't listen it.
1: jay you could ride your fucking trike down to the local pub sit there <laughs> Have you a little drink, get a little Reuben sandwich or something. Then you can come back. You can dab as much as you want. I don't mean the dance with that silly fucking elbow (laughs) arm thing. I'm talking about you can dab. You can nail, do nails or whatever the fuck it is you guys do with that fucking (laughs) wax shatter shit. You can do that until you fucking pass out. You can get up. You can fucking stroke one out, rub one out. And then well, go back down to the store and get you another pastrami on rye. I mean, you could it, it's just, it never ends. You
0: well, know? here's the thing. I can do all that anyways. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, it's, not it's not the don't same. It's not the same. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It was it was cool at first. Like, you know, the first two or three or four or five days. I think part of the issue was I didn't realize how long she was going to stay down there. Because I think last time she stayed down there for like three weeks. And I thought it was going to be Ooh. one week. So, you know. Which, so after the do first you think she week, was hooking went, up, Mammy? No, no, no. She's, she you don't think so? Down there. No, no, no. She, if nothing else, her social media, she didn't have time to hook up. She, she was, I don't know. She, she was yeah, too busy I don't hanging know. out with her family. Um, no, no, I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident. But I didn't know she was going to be down there that
1: long. So, <laughs> listen, you, you just
0: want to get off of that fucking topic. You
1: don't want me to start running <laughs> with hypotheticals? You're like, oh, no, no. Anyways, I like, mean, like I was saying, you I don't see need that Dodgers game.
0: I don't, I, don't I don't need any of that at all.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah
0: so but that was what bothered me really is because i thought she was gonna be there for a week so after a week uh 10 days 11 days i'm like uh hey uh i'm fucking kind of lonely when are you gonna come back home She goes, oh i'm, gonna stay for da, 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 da. I'm like well shit i wouldn't have been okay with it i mean i would have been you know it's not like i were told her she couldn't win but uh i would have felt a little bit differently about a three-week thing so this this time is two weeks and that'll be enough that'll be enough uh, after a week i'll miss her
1: yeah, I don't know. You cash in that four hundred one k. She might go for six weeks this time.
0: You, you guys,
1: you guys are set right up with the no the no penalty thing, the no penalty clause.
0: Yeah, that worked out pretty fucking good, didn't it? I uh... I,
1: I, I I don't know. I, I've got a New York State retirement, so I don't I don't know what a four I don't have a four hundred one k. Oh well, about that type of stuff.
0: What the way it works out is. Uh, First off, you know when you cash it in, you're going to have to pay taxes on it, which which I'll still have to. Which is fine; you have to pay taxes on it regardless of when you get it, anyways. Um, unless you do crazy stuff like uh, investing it into something else, like a Roth or whatever. But eventually, at some point, when you cash out your four hundred one k, you're going to have to pay taxes on it. Um, right. So that doesn't bother me. So I have to pay taxes on it. The thing is, there's normally like uh, penalties, like a ten percent penalty for uh, if you, uh, um cash it in before you're 55 and there's like a, i think another penalty for this that, and the other and from what i understand because of the covid thing a lot of 401k companies are, are waiving those uh because of like something that congress passed uh and it was right there on there they, you know they but that's only if you can claim a hardship from covid so like which obviously i can because i've been laid off a bunch of times for it uh so uh know yeah, like they have you sign some statement saying that you know um you 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 have a hardship from COVID, and you require these funds to uh, you know make up for it. and You're not just taking it out to have a good time and all that good shit. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so uh, that's uh, so I, I signed up for all that, and uh, it has to be approved by, by my employers, which they will. I already talked to them today, so I imagine I'll probably hear back next week about it. Which is good because I'm not going to make any decisions about it until it's a done deal. <laughs> so I told the wife, I was like, "Yeah, we're not going to like buy you any tickets or say anything up until after the 401k thing actually goes through because we're trying to solve financial problems, not create more." <laughs> so, but I, I'm pretty confident that I, I you know, uh, filled out the, all the forms properly and all that good shit.
1: Right. So, is that your only form of retirement, though?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's not a lot of money. I didn't start it that long ago. I didn't start it when I first started. I didn't start it when I first started working there. Yeah, uh, it was—it's a recent thing, so it's not a ton of money. Uh, I'm uh, basically gonna have to build up my retirement anyway, so it's only gonna put me back a couple few years. So it's not Jeez like it's not like it's not like, ha- it's not like I had it's not like I had three hundred thousand dollars in my four hundred one k and I'm cashing it all out and partying with it. It wasn't that much money in there. So so
1: so are you telling me that you plan on or absolutely have to work the rest of your natural born life?
0: I plan on working until I'm 65, yeah. So, like, it'll be uh, uh, almost another 20 years.
1: What are you going to do after that?
0: I don't know. Um, hopefully I have uh, my 401k buildup up in, and uh, I, you know, I, I got some stuff, but I, I got stuff that I'm working on, but I feel like I probably shouldn't talk about it on the show um, I'll send you a message afterwards because uh, I trust you with it I just don't trust the, the, the general public with it so to speak <laughs>
1: oh dude I, you know I'm we're just talking here man I, you know, yeah yeah no no it's something actually just, it's something
0: I, I've been busting to tell somebody for a long time but I I, I uh, don't feel like I should put it out into the public yet so I'll send you a message yeah. after the show
1: <laughs> unfortunately yes. unfortunately i put too much shit
0: out to the public
1: <laughs> yeah you're,
0: you're not too bad about it dude you know like you know, all I we know, know about you is that you're you that you're uh, a police officer in the upper uh, you know in like upper new york and that's about it i mean obviously i put up quite a bit more about myself
1: Oh, you do. You do. But Stray Dog got on me a little bit, sent me some uh, some IM. He's like, dude, I think you're talking too much, man. <laughs> I was like, and he means – Stray really means well, man. He, yeah, yeah. He's, I, I think he's a good guy, and he's got a good um, – he's got a good eye for for people who are decent human beings, and I think he was just trying to look out for me. But he was like – he had to have a little talk with me. Like, I think you're, I think you're putting too much out there,
0: bro. <laughs> and we all – and we all do that sometimes, you know. Uh, it's yeah, it's not the dangerous thing that people think it is. I mean, I've been doxed before. Uh, I'm lucky enough that my work didn't give a shit. And, you know, um, they they actually called my work before, and by by luck, the big boss was answering the phones because he covers for me on on the weekends when I'm at lunch and shit. So. This guy called in and said, "Yo, uh, I just wanted to let you know that you have an employee named Jay, and he's, you know, talking about, you know, some, some, something, something, something." And, and my boss is like, "You know what? Honestly, I don't give a shit," <laughs> and hung up on him. But I am lucky yeah. in that respect that, you know, I I had a boss that you know, with a good sense of humor. Uh, lots of people obviously do not are not in that position, um, so, and would be probably in a lot of trouble if they got doxed at work and shit.
1: I don't mean to interrupt you, Jay, but there there is a very effeminate uh, individual of of uh, Croatian descent that's 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 in that's in the chat that really wants some attention. He really he's 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 like he's like a little baby or like a toddler. It's like mom, 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 and he just won't. He just won't fucking stop. Grad, why don't you call in? I want to. Hey. Uh, hey, what's going on, boys?
0: Hey, we got five minutes, man. Come on. <laughs> let's let's end the show. Let's end the show on a grad note. Right?
1: Yeah, this is this is old school shit.
0: For as right, old school
1: right. as this podcast gets, it's old school shit. Grad. Hey,
0: hey, let's suit the shit, boys.
1: Hey, what's up? What's going guys?
0: What's, what's up with breaking man? balls?
2: I, I know anyways, who you are <laughs> <What? laughs> anyway right. well, uh, I wish you guys a uh, happy uh, what's up? Thanksgiving for, to you guys eh so you guys gonna watch football tomorrow or what
0: oh yeah it, well not me I'll be at work uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah it'll be a requirement for most of our country it, it'll,
1: you, it'll, be, it'll be on in the background whilst I drink copious amounts of wine and stuff nice. carbohydrates and stuff carbohydrates into my gullet until I'm 5'9", uh, 285. That's what I'm shooting for within the next week.
2: Are <laughs> you guys going to be watching the Tyson fight this weekend? Uh,
1: the Tyson fight? Yeah. Oh, no, um, no. Yeah, if 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 I can get a stream from one of you kind gentlemen, I'll definitely watch it. I'm not paying for it though. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel <laughs>
0: about it. I'm not paying for that. That's is ridiculous. We're not keeping score. We're <laughs> we we do not want them to go for knockouts. They, you know, there's eight three minute rounds. It's so fucking stupid, dude. You know? is, is that
1: grad? Is that Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. I think uh, eight p.m. I believe. But
2: thing is, Jay, I agree with you. But at the same time, these guys are about fifty years old, right? So I kind of agree, but uh again fucking through the videos i see what tyson fuck he's still got it man fuck you know like fucking the the body shots and all that shit it'll be interesting out of curiosity because obviously i love both those guys but i think it would be pretty good to watch yeah, uh, yeah
1: i was yeah, just definitely. i was just i was just about to ask in homelander because because he's like my son we have this uh inexplicable like um uh gay relationships like this- yeah, this mental, this mental thing. <laughs> I was thinking, I was about to ask, is is someone doing a companion for that? And before I even asked, Homelander was like, "We're probably doing a fight companion for it. It's like he he knows me inside and out. Like, inside you know and
2: I mean. out. Wow. Yeah. If,
1: if, <laughs> if, 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 if you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> so you you've obviously voted Democrat then, right? And cut.
1: <laughs> um, I, grad one i exercise my right not to play that fucking game that's I'm all fucking I'm, around, bro. I'm fucking <laughs> <I know>. around bro
2: <laughs> so the thing is i'm gonna catch some uh, college games um this weekend because i've always liked college better i guess because they're obviously they're kids and all that college versus um nfl but uh, a couple good games this weekend for college as well next couple days too so
1: yeah, I never, I never got into college. I had a bunch of my buddies who were big into the college scene, and big into and a lot of oh, sports dude. gambling on a lot of sp- A lot of my boys are were more college sports gamblers than they were professional sports gamblers. They freaking love betting on, on college games, it's
2: man. Tenor, listen, brother, it's so much more exciting watching college. I'm telling you, man, fucking, these guys do fucking crazy ass shit. Obviously, they want to hit the big leagues, right? And there's so much money mm-hmm. backing uh, college. Football in general, but yeah, fucking check out a college game or two because again, some of these games are just unreal, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, it's 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 funny because I don't I don't have cable, so I don't watch anything, man. If it's not on fucking Netflix or Hulu, I don't or Amazon Prime, I don't fucking watch anything. And honestly, sports—the only sports that I'll ever even even tune into—is going to be like UFC um i don't know it's, it's 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 way too fucking political for me man it's too much bullshit yeah
2: well. all right so listen uh i'm assuming uh the show's gonna be so uh yeah. ryan you do a show <laughs> tomorrow get a
0: show tomorrow by the chance or well yeah we're oh yeah we're well we i do the show now no, i'm sorry uh, i forgot did you just ryan. say ryan did I you I, just did say ryan, ryan? i I ignored yeah. that. Completely. Oh my uh, yeah, god! No, how I many? Apologize. Uh, hey, how many there.
1: Stella R toys have you had, boys? No, yeah.
2: actually, no. The reason why Ryan got me into White Claw, so it's my first White Claw lime I'm drinking right now. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah. no!
0: Yeah, but to answer yeah, your yeah. question, we're we're doing the show uh, Wednesday through Saturday now. So Wednesday, Thursday, nice. Friday, <laughs> and Saturday. Yeah, I just need. I was. I could. I couldn't do it seven days anymore. It's just to wear, wear it at me too much. I need a couple days off, not thinking about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but yeah, cool. but we will be back tomorrow at six o'clock uh, to do this shit all over again. I uh, might as well go ahead and fucking wrap this shit up. I want to thank uh, Tanner and Grad for calling in. Uh, always yeah. a good time having you guys on. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for listening. Uh, can't do the show without you guys. Either you two got anything you want to kick out there before we get out of here?
2: Tanner, if I can first, uh, again, go I, wish, ahead. I want to wish you. I want to wish you guys uh, honestly, a very happy Thanksgiving. We had ours last month. But uh, yeah. You guys enjoy yourselves, enjoy your family, the whole works, and uh, I'll try to call in
0: tomorrow. Uh, awesome. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it, Greg. All
1: right. Tanner, are right. you? you right, later, brother. <laughs>
2: Guilty <laughs> as
0: charged.
1: <laughs>
2: all right. Listen, guys, have a, uh-huh. I'll, I'll try to call in tomorrow. All right?
0: Excellent. Talk to you later, Greg. You have a good one, boss. All right. Bye.
1: <laughs> later, Greg. All
0: right, Tanner, you want to you wanna, you wanna, uh, finish it up?
1: Uh no, I got nothing to say, man. Right. I just um yeah. Uh everybody enjoy your holiday tomorrow and drink copious amounts of wine, beer and or whiskey and Jay uh dabs dab out. out. Are you actually doing a podcast tomorrow on Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah, uh, why not? I mean, <laughs> I've got no oh, life. <laughs> <great>. <geez laughs>
1: Well, apparently you've got a you you've got a life Sunday through fucking Tuesday. I mean, not that that you prepare anything with that life, but fuck no, um. come on.
0: (laughs) All right, Uh, I'm good, brother. All right, everybody, enjoy your day tomorrow. All right, all right. right. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Until then, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great fucking day. See you tomorrow.
2: Theme tune for the OG.
1: Fuck you, G. Fuck you, G. I. Ch- yeah. Fuck G. Fuck G. G.